0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Taking a Stance on Sports. we got another busy day here. Had a crazy uh, few games happen in the NBA yesterday and the day before. Uh, we got, we're going to talk about some NHL hockey today and some baseball as well. I know uh, there's been a lot of anticipation on the NBA playoffs and I've got some predictions to share with you guys on that. Um, As we usually do, we started off with something big, something crazy. And how about DeMar DeRozan in the Bulls-Bucks game yesterday? Wow. 41 points. Career high. 41 points for DeMar DeRozan. He put that team on his back and carried the bulls to that victory when the bulls couldn't make the shots that counted he was there to make sure that he got it in buckets he was throwing buckets yesterday man watching that game i did not expect the bulls to win I think Vegas uh stats wise for betting had the Bulls at a twenty twenty-four percent chance for winning that game. Twenty-four percent chance, and they pulled it out. Ended up winning one fourteen to one oh nine. That was a crazy game. Obviously the the Bucks are looking to get in there and sweep, really, you know, um, they're trying to defend their championship that they won last year, they would like a repeat, do I think that the Bulls can pull it off, that's a good question, Um, I always love an underdog story, I would love to see them, not just because I'm from Chicago, but because I love an underdog story, and believe me when I tell you, the Bulls are the underdog. Coming back to Chicago now, they have home court advantage. Can they pull it off? It's definitely possible. There's a shot out there. When I was looking at the percentage stats for them to win that game, you're talking somewhere around 17 and 18%. Now, teams that have gone on to lose game two, were 16-165 and 165 in winning the series. So there's not a big shot for them if they were to lose that game too. But they put up a good advantage on picking up that game yesterday and now bringing it back to Chicago. They have the home court advantage. Hopefully the fans there uh, can cause uh, a little disturbance for the Bucks, and maybe they can pull out another win. That's what we would like to see. That's what I would like to see. Do I think it's gonna happen? Statistically, it won't. Statistically. But last night was not a statistic situation. Last night was DeMar DeRozan beating the odds and putting up buckets. And don't get me wrong, you know, Zach Levine was in there, you know, he was making some moves. I saw a lot of good shooters on the court yesterday, but DeMar DeRozan, 41 points, new career high for him in the playoffs, That is, that was a phenomenal game, phenomenal. Going on to the Golden State Warriors, I know there's a lot of... Golden State fans out there, I know there's a lot of Steph Curry fans out there, some are bandwagon fans, some are true fans, but let me tell you something, what they did to the Nuggets in game two on Tuesday was unbelievable, one of the most overused words in sports, unbelievable, yes, it was unbelievable, The Warriors put up 70 points in 19 minutes. 70 points. You want to talk about buckets? You want to talk about assassins? Oh, man. They were like sharpshooters out there on the court. And I'll tell you now, too. I will tell you that... The Golden State Warriors, my prediction is that they will come back home with an NBA championship. Mentality, that's why. The mentality is there. The Nuggets, they're done. After they got beat like that, they're done. They come into this next game like, geez, they put up 70 points against us. You know, we've never been able to do that. We don't have, they don't have that kind of mentality. They have a broken mentality. The Warriors broke the Nuggets. Deep fried them, dunked them, anything you can think of, they did it to them. Steph Curry had a big hand in that, in putting up 34 points in 23 minutes. He is still the leader of that team. He is still one of the best in the NBA. You guys want to throw LeBron James' name in there? Go ahead. Go ahead, but Steph Curry is there. Steph Curry is side by side. He is working his way. He is striding. He is one of the best players in the game right now. And I'm telling you, they will come back with an NBA championship. Because they are now, after that game on Tuesday, they are now the most feared team in the playoffs. You don't think all the other teams heard about that? In the playoffs, oh, believe me, it was all over the news. Those guys were checking their phones. It was on there. 70-point third quarter. Killers. Assassins. That's what they are. I don't think the Bulls would even have a chance. If they even made it that far. But I would like to see the Bulls beat the Bucks. That would do my pride some good in knowing that the Bulls were able to beat the reigning NBA champions. That would feel pretty good for me. That would be a win for me. That would be a win for Chicago. Chicago could use that. Moving on to a little bit of hockey talk, the NHL, you got some division runaways. The Avalanche are running away with the Central. Running away. The next closest team to them, eight games back. The Avalanche have 55 wins. They are running away with the Central. That's done. That's over. Avalanche is winning the Central, no doubt. Clinch of the playoffs, easy. Put my money on them to win a Stanley Cup. That's where my money's going. Because if you move over to the Atlantic and you look at the Panthers, the Panthers... They're putting up some good numbers. They are. But you go and you look through their last 10, 15, 20 games, they got a lot of six-goal-win games. So the offense is there. The offense is there. But the problem is that they have a lot of those six-win games. They needed to score six to win those games. So what does that tell me? That tells me... That their defense is not as strong as they think it is. It's Their record does not reflect their defense. Their record only reflects the offense. They need to tighten that up ASAP. Because if they get into the playoffs, which I'm sure they will, no doubt, they're going to have a hard time putting up Six goals against some of the best of the other teams. And if their defense is lacking the way that it is now, they'll be out in the first round. They'll be done. No questions asked. They'll be kicked out the door, slam shut behind them, don't let it hit you on the way out. Hockey, man. You know, I don't watch a ton of hockey, but I enjoy a good old-fashioned shoot-off. I enjoy a good old-fashioned brawl. Hockey is the only sport where you can go and you can still get that. Hockey is the only sport where they don't protect the players so much that they've officially made the game boring. It's hard for me to watch football now. It's hard for me. Because almost every single play results in a flag. And it's all, oh, he he poked me. past interference. Roughing the QB. It's hard for me to watch. It really is. Even basketball. You have a bunch of actors in basketball now. So much so that sometimes they act better than a punter. Tell you, you want a good old-fashioned sports game, you go watch some hockey. You go watch two rival teams play and you will have one of the best shows you have ever seen. It never lets you down. And we all know how much I love baseball. Baseball is, is my life. But a good old-fashioned hockey game any day for me? Yes, please. Put me right up on the glass. I want to be there. Moving over into the MLB. I know we're moving kind of quick today apologize. This might be a little bit shorter of an episode for you. I do want to tell you guys though, the website is up and running. Check us out. www.sportsstancepod.com I think I said that right. Www.stancesportspod.com. Yeah, I think I said it backwards the first time. I'm going to have to Say that again for you guys, www.stancesportspod.com. You can get all our episodes on there. You can subscribe to our newsletter so you can get notifications every time a new episode pops up. You guys can leave any uh, questions, comments, concerns. I'll be more than happy to answer them for you. But like I said, uh, the website's up and running. I uh, I think you guys will definitely enjoy it. I look forward to your feedback, and I look forward to more of you joining the show. Again, this is Taking a Stance on Sports. All we do here is talk sports. If you're not a sports fan, go ahead and hang it up now. Close the app out. Don't listen. We go from coast to coast here. I might be biased to Chicago a little bit. So I might throw them in there a couple times. But we go coast to coast, no doubt. North, south, east, west. We cover it all. So today in the MLB, we're going to be covering the Rockies. Colorado. Colorado's got something going on there. I don't know if anyone else sees it, but I I see it. They're 8-4 and right now. They just made five extensions to players, if I'm not mistaken. Three of them being starting pitchers. Two of them, uh, one was Marquez, the other, I believe, was uh, Kyle Friedland. And they were playing a clip of Kyle talking in spring training, and I feel like that they value the guys that they have there now because they've now come accustomed to pitching in that atmosphere. It's a totally different atmosphere at Coors Field. Any of you Colorado Rockies fans know what I'm talking about. You have a big drop-off in your breaking pitches. A little bit worse command. And so those pitchers that get acclimated to pitching in that atmosphere and have success, that that's the main part, have success in doing so, they want to lock them up. And they made that major contract with Chris Bryant which I thought was I thought it was a bad move. I'll tell you right now, I did not expect at this point, twelve games into the season, I did not expect Colorado to be eight and four. I was thinking somewhere around probably reverse that. Four and eight. Six and six. Somewhere around there. And they have Their next four series, they got Detroit, Philadelphia, the Reds, and I believe they have Philly or Detroit again after that. And all of those series, they should be able to take two out of three, three out of four. They should be able to. Now, baseball happens, so one of those series, they might go two out of four, one out of three. But if they can manage to set those next four series and take more than half of those games, they're going to be in a good position, a great position for the first half. And I don't think anyone's ready to see that. I think people are going to be, whoa, hey, the Rockies, wow. Start looking now, people. The Rockies, they're coming. And they're not mad about it. And Kyle Freeland's a happy man. Like I said, they locked him up on a five-year, $64 million deal. So, obviously, he wants to pitch well for the rest of the season. He just got an extension. He might feel pretty good. Maybe get him a little bit more adrenaline going. But I don't think anyone is ready to see Colorado in the playoffs this year. I think they're going to make it. Especially, especially now that they got the extended playoffs with another wild card team and all that. And I'll tell you on yesterday's episode. When we were talking about the Reds, I'm sorry, not yesterday's episode, Tuesday's episode. We were talking about the Reds and how they just kind of destroyed that fan base by trading all those players away, trading a team that they had, it didn't make sense to me, especially now that you have the extended playoffs. They were so close to making the playoffs last year, they would have made it this year. That's how upset about it I am. I wanted to bring it up two episodes in a row. The Reds would have been in the playoffs this year, but instead you're looking at like a 2-10 and 10 start right now. And the Rockies have a three-game series with the Reds coming up. They should be able to take all three of those games realistically. Brian has come over. He, they've, he's done exactly what he's expected, or what they expected him to do. And he's no Nolan Arenado. We know that. We know that. But do you see the extensions they did in the big contract that they got with Bryant, who he does produce offensively? He does. He's an average outfielder. He's your MLB average defender. But he's an above average offense player. And so by getting rid of Arnato they were able to open up that salary cap, make extensions, send out another contract to Bryant, and I don't be surprised if they start making some moves closer to the trade deadline if they are throwing up a winning season. Believe me, they want to make it, especially now with the extended playoffs. So don't be surprised if you see some big moves made by the Rockies at the trade deadline. Speaking of a deadline, that's where we're going to finish up today. Again, I appreciate everyone coming out and listening to the show. Like I said, I apologize for cutting it short on you a little bit here today, but make sure you come back for the next episode. We'll be talking NFL and MLB. We'll probably throw some basketball in there as well. Hopefully the Bulls can take out the Bucks. Like I said, don't forget my prediction. The Warriors are coming back with an NBA championship. You heard it here first. Colorado Rockies are going to be in the playoffs. The Avalanche is going to win the Stanley Cup. You have all my predictions right here. Make sure you listen to them. Make sure you remember them. Because when I'm right, you'll want to listen to some more episodes. Again, thanks everyone for listening to the show. Remember, post any questions, comments you have. I will make sure that I answer two or more of your questions on each show. This is Taking a Stance on Sports.